And we live, man. We back with the Sons of Them podcast, man. At this point, you already know who I am. If you listen to this, you know who I am. But it's SSO Dev. I'm here with my boy Rod. I'm here with boy What's Kets. up, y'all? Y'all know what's going on. And today we got, man, look, it's Aaron. We got Aaron on here, man. Look. Took him long enough. a long time to make it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your boy Squid out here. Hey, hey Ron, I'm on Twitter, but it's your boy Squid. I'm out here, boy. Thank you for uh, finally having me on. I'm glad I finally got a chance to be a part of it, for real. Mind you, he's one of the hosts. He was waiting for him to come on. You know, he was over there. He was he was BSing, but he finally got on. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's a different kind of studio I've been stuck in. You feel me? But I uh, nah, that. nah, nah. But for real, on, on a real note though, I'm 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 glad to to finally hop on, and I'm hoping to be on a bit more consistently, just because you know, from a content creative, you know, we got to do more. We just got to constantly do more. So let's get to it. So for sure, mm-hmm. man, we, we got a lot to talk about because we, you know, it's been a while. Our last pile was like March 16th, it's March 30th. You know, it's been two weeks, and we got a lot to really catch up on. Um, I think the last time we recorded was after the Kings loss, I believe, yeah. right before the 76ers win. So we got to catch up on. So I want to start off, let's go back a little bit, let's revisit, you know, after that Kings loss. Let's revisit. So let's go to the, the Sixers win and you guys' thoughts on everything. So, um, I'll start off. I'll say this. It's one of those things where, like, we have a good rhythm in the first half. We were actually clicking. We were doing pretty good. What happened was, is base, what happened basically is just the, the inconsistency of the calls with the refs is always a thing that is, like, been persistent throughout the whole entire year of the NBA. And when your leaders are getting flustered like that, plus your coach is not really doing the best with calling timeouts and kind of trying to sell the team, you kind of get a disarray of be it like just horrible play in the second half. Kings are a great team, so I'm not really mad about losing to them. Um, shout out to them for making the playoffs, though. Like that, B. Respect y'all. Um, but it's just the inconsistencies where like our offense just starts to fluster. D book starts complaining too much, which I still don't like, but at the same time I do. It's like a it's like a love and a curse for some of the fact that like the just him being refereed differently. Same thing with DA too. It's just like the refs want to put their hands in, in the game too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like some like when it's not a foul, it's not a foul, but when it's a foul, it's still not a foul to them. Depending on how the aggression looks like. Like I hate when dudes scream and like, hey, like when I see AD do that, I'm like, AD, come on, bro. You, you, you too tall. You too great to be screaming like that. AD, the man, like AD, one of them. But for the most part, I was just kind of upset um, that we just played so hardly the second half. Defense was terrible. We just kept leaving dudes open. But at the same time, the Kings just started hitting shots. So I couldn't even get mad about it. Um, but overall, I think it was just a horrible mess. <laughs> we was, I was on Monty's helmet. I apologize. I'm gonna take listen, I'm gonna take back some of the stuff I said about Monty, like saying he want I want him gone. It's just overreaction. I don't mean it, but I do think he needs to do a better job of using his timeouts. Yeah, like he, he, um, he can sit over there and get complacent and just kind of watch instead of like coaching. When, I think I think he wanted one of his in the press conferences after the game, post game conference. Um, he said that he wanted dudes to figure it out. That's cool. That's cool if it's like a muddy game. Like, it's real muddy. Like, mm-hmm. you can kind of see, like, let them play it out, see what it is. Let's see, like, and if you need to, like, call a timeout, you should. 
But if it's just like we, you going like four minutes or without a timeout, we're getting, we're already down by like fifteen. You just call the timeout. I'm like, what are you doing? Like that's that's my issue with Monty. Just yeah. him like being able to adjust at moments when he needs to do, and then just him using his timeouts better. Besides that, though, um, I think we're not gonna really worry about that much now that KD is back because you know he's cool. So, right. Yeah, I, th- I think Monty has been improving for sure just because um, if you look, you know, the rotation has slowly started getting uh, set, you know. Um, like Shaman's minutes been cut. Uh, same with Ish minutes been going down. Uh, Torrey Craig was better coming off the bench, you know. So, like, he had a – yesterday he had a crucial uh, offensive rebound put back, you know, just crashing the glass hard. So, yeah. Uh, so, basically – yeah, so you know, Monty has his flaws, but you know, we call him Preacher Man and all these other nicknames. But I think at the end of the day, you know, he's not the worst coach we have. I mean, clearly he's not the best, but like he's definitely yes. I want to say above average, kind of where in terms of coaching. And I mean, even just last night uh, with the win against the Wolves, he talked to KD like you know, keep your head up. Greats don't shake their head or put their head down. You know, whatever he said, it was funny to listen to. I'm not gonna lie, it made me laugh. But I mean, I like that. You know what I'm saying? He's encouraging the guys. You know, tell man to keep shooting or, you know, don't put your head down. Be confident. You know, it's okay if you miss a shot or two. They all ain't going to go in. Hey, oh, and another thing, too, is, you know, we, we could talk about the adjustments that I think uh, he could be a lot better at making. But one thing that you were just, you know, referencing about Monty, I want to piggyback off that is that um, I hate using the term culture, but I'll tell you what, he definitely brought a sense of structure and discipline. Like, we talk about the preacher man, stuff like that. But, like, I think that with that comes a, a couple of things where it seems like the the coaches that we had before, they had their way of coaching, but there wasn't an actual factual structure. But with Monty, it's like it's very clean and cut exactly what he's trying to do. There's a foundation that we can operate from, and that's refreshing because we had a bunch of Suns offenses that Book was leading where it was just, yep, feed Book and lose games. Now we have a functional offense. Now we have a functional defense. Um, I still want to see, you know, a bit of improvement on late game <clears throat> substitutions and, and just decision making as the game goes. Like, y- y'all were talking about getting down big and fast. So it's like stuff like that. It's avoidable. Pause. <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting. I was waiting, bro. I was waiting for it. But uh, nah. but for real, it's like it's one of those things where I know people going to hear this and be like, wow, people who not in the NBA telling an NBA coach how to coach. But it's like I think it's only right that we can point out opportunities for improvement. Yeah, right. especially because we're, we're fans of the team. Like, we watch them thoroughly. We see and, what happens end of the every game. game. And yeah, a fan like, of the game. Like, we're, like, we, like, I, I hate to, like, talk about, like, we, we're basketball fans, but, like, at the end of the day, like, we're, we're here for the love of the game. Like, aside from the Suns, right? Like, we're here for the love yeah. of the game. So, it's like, we're watching because we're actually trying to analyze. We're not just watching so that we can, you know, complain and cry about calls and miss this out and the other. Like, no, nah, we're trying to see what we can do to uh, just figure out what we can do at our best. And that's yeah. the thing. I think people get it misconstrued that, like, we're hating, we're not. Like, we love basketball. So, of course, if I see something that I don't like, I'm, I'm going to say I it. don't like it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say it. it. Like, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Like, like, I don't like – like, the same way we, we get on players, like, when the Suns fans are getting on D.A., and all this stuff like that. If you didn't like something, 
you're going to call it out, right? Like, same thing. Like, if I see Monty do bad job of rotating players or not calling a timeout here and there or adjusting to what the team is doing, I'm going to call it out. It's just – it's how me being a fan of basketball since I was young, like, I, you watch the games, you analyze the plays, you see the sets, you see what teams are bringing, and we see – we got to see what Monty does. Monty is the preacher, man, but – I do think Monty is a above average coach. Like, I agree with Aaron with that situation. I do he believe he's an above average coach. But at the same time, though, watching him getting cooked by Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd's a horrible coach, and watching Mike Bodenhoser say, just play random and let his team do whatever. And Monty's <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what to do here. That that's what kind of makes me upset about Monty. Is when you gotta start getting out that stubbornness. Um yeah. And that's the one thing that kind of like made me upset about him. Like when um, Kinson posted that um posted the that screenshot of like what Monty said about uh I was yeah. gonna be play teacher or like that until yeah. the coach the like the assistant coach got on to me. Like stuff like that is kind of it makes us irritated. Like it's better late than never now, but it's very irritating that like it took other people to kind of bring you out your own hole to for you to make an adjustment. And then Zach said it. We all said it. Like, let me say this again. Studs in the podcast did say we wanted TJ Warren to get some burn. I don't know <laughs> why they they DMP'd TJ the first couple games or, like, they barely, barely let him play. But we all – we wanted TJ Warren to get some burn because TJ Warren is a, a good bench player. Yeah, he's a – TJ Warren's a pro's pro, you know. Like, he, he stays ready. He was getting more comfortable in our system, especially on the defense. That's you're gonna see him and his man to man is um, you know, that, that team defense help defense can improve a little bit more. But um relating back to Monty, you know, how we always been talking about he and we saw that, you know, that, that article piece that I sent you all from Gerald proving that, you know, Monty's a pretty mm-hmm. stubborn guy, but at least it looks like he's starting to listen more to his, you know, assistant coaches when they're calling him out and saying, Hey, this is what we're seeing. Can you implement yeah. that? So that's an adjustment that he made. And, you know, it was late, but I, I'll credit to him. You know, at least, you know, he's listening. So that, and that's I think some right some fans of the team were like, oh, y'all trying to jump on Monty. It's like, no, it's not we're trying to jump on Monty, but it's like it kind of proves how stubborn he was in his approach to the game. Yeah, exactly. You, that's what I'm saying. Like, you play your best available players. Terrence Ross been going off. T.J. Warren's been going off. Campaign's been doing better in the second unit, which I'm pretty happy about. Shout out Turbo. Um, but that second unit has been so much better now than it was previously. Mm-hmm. Like some, and now like you kind of see in the Wolves game, even though he staggered KD and D book and Chris Paul and DA, um, that second unit was very good. Like T.J. Warren plays amazing defense. Great hands, literally like crazy. Shit was actually ridiculous. But um TJ Warren plays well. Terrence Ross just don't care. As soon as he touches the ball, he's just going. <laughs> hey, but, hey, uh, hey, there, there, there was a point, there was a point that I made about Terrence Ross for that exact reason. One of my homies was like, Man, you know, you don't really know what you get out of Terrence Ross. And I said, No, 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 you do. The the sheer fact that he's a threat to give you 20 to 25 on a night. He's not going to give it to you on a night in and night in basis, but the sheer threat of having somebody who's capable of doing that, 
that's enough. That's enough. How many players have we had on the on the on the Suns bench that on any given night? I mean, you could talk about Gerald Green and Kelly O, but how many other players are are just on any given night could go for twenty five to thirty that we're not starting next to book? Zero. Exactly. So, like, like that's a gift. Playoff runs. You know what I mean? That's a gift. Literally, his last his last twenty point per game score was Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Like, come on. Which is nasty. Very nasty. Which is that nasty. was years ago. Like, like, well, and, and, and what was was that? I was about to say, like was that 2013, 2014? It was 2017. 2017. I want to say. Oh, that was before he was at the. That was before he was at the salon, right? Yeah. 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 But like, that's what right. we're saying. Like, um, the thought of and the fact that he can actually do it. Like that jazz game was crazy. Terrence, Terrence Ross was a mission. He said. He was just, and it's like, you know what's so crazy, bro? Like, watching that, just watching, like, how amazing the, like, he just got straight to his spots. It's like, we have players on our team now that can get straight to their spots and just get a bucket. Like, TJ Warren and Tess Ross? They're both, man, what? Man, were there yeah. were there baddies courtside? Because nah, he was he was not nah, he was going crazy. <laughs> were there baddies courtside? He was going crazy. Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. See Jordan Poole. <laughs> He was pulling a Jordan Poole for real. For real. <laughs> hey, hey, they bring Jordan Poole up, bro. You know, Warriors fans getting mad. Actually, they don't even like that dude right now. It's kind of funny. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like, just seeing the sheer fact that Terrence Ross and TJ Warren are able to get to the spots. Great mid, uh, mid-range shooters, too. And also great three-point shooters when they hot. Also, it opened the game up for Turbo because – All he does I is penetrate and kick. I, yeah, All I see yeah, the, the thing about Turbo is though is like I remember somebody tweeting said he should be playing horse out there. <laughs> I'm like that he do, <laughs> but hey, now that you said that, yeah, for real, it does seem like it sometimes. Like bro, he drove a Nas Reed at a reverse lay. That it hit the top of the freaking <laughs> glass and dropped. That was like, bro, what? <laughs> I was like, Man. because but but like think about it though, like look at all the spacing on that second unit. That's hey, man. we got we got spacing in the first the the starters and we got spacing in the second unit. That's beautiful, and I'm like, that's what we've been searching for. Like one thing, one thing I realized too is um, I really like TJ Warren's offensive rebound and his rebounding in general. Mm-hmm. That's kind of surprising to me because that's one thing that has been standing out to me. Yeah. Like he's a big he's body. He's a he's a big body. Yeah, he's he, been the board card in that second minute. Hey, TJ Warren had that uh that Harrison Barnes career arc where now he's just like a he he can play the four because he's low key, just like a strong three. Like, like I, I right? yeah, yeah, like he and, and the fact like y'all talking about he getting boards now, like man, if 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 uh we got our big stretched out to the three point line, then at least he's there to get them damn boards. Somebody is. Yeah. So that's what we've been asking for, man. We've been asking for like small things, like just play your best available players. Just and I want him to switch up the sets a little bit more. Um, I think because we run the same type of plays, I don't think we need to. To be honest, sometimes I think we should just run epic um sets, like mm-hmm. just let them cook. Like I get we want to play in the structure and everything like that, but I think sometimes let your best players ISO. I'm not saying all the time, but I think it's good to let let your best players ISO sometimes. Mm-hmm. Let's let them let let them get theirs. Let them get into a rhythm. Let them like find it, like find that game breaking like mentality in the game. So yeah. I've been very I've been very appreciative of um, of how 
Monty has done pretty well with KD back. I'm liking the rotations. Shout out, Monty. I love you, and I hate you at the same time, but you, you're doing pretty good right now. And I also, <laughs> I also want to um, I want to shout out the bench mob, too, because the bench actually been stepping up, uh, especially in this little win streak. They, they've been stepping up. Like you said, you mentioned TJ Warren but and TJ Ross, but even just outside those two, like, the bench mob has actually been, you know, doing the damn thing. And I know that's always a key piece that everybody likes to say, like, oh, they don't have depth. They don't have depth. But, you know, this winter just showed us, like, we can – our bets can score for 50 by themselves. You know what I'm saying? I think they scored 57. Hey. What team was it? The State Yeah. So, it's like the, the the pieces are there. You know, it's all about Monty in the rotations and, you know, them getting to their spots and, you know, running the offense. But, yeah, shout out to Bench, too. Hey, actually, one more – and one more person to shout out, too, even though his offense is non-existent. Shout out Bismat Biyombo. Oh, yeah. What he did, what he did to hey, Joel Embiid. He's staying that ready. Was, that was hilarious. I've never seen Joel B play that bad as a second string. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you say like that, man. Hey, hey, and what's funny, too, is that, like, you look at it, and I know people were definitely like, oh, this is scheduled loss. Yep. Like, 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 DA not playing, KD not playing. We playing the this man MVP candidate. Like, he been going crazy. We're we, like, we might get our heads bashed in. I was the other way around. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy because Devin Booker went off that game too. Hey, man, we we done talked about it. I don't know what. Like, is there some kind of backstory as to why he goes crazy against Philly every time? I used to Big think Simmons. it was bro. So that's so that's what I thought it was. But that man been gone for a little while. He's still, it's, it's still crazy. It's, 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 it's still there. The stench of Ben Simmons is still there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, no. So you know what? That's great to set me into the next topic, Devin Booker, man. He has been on a tear. He's him, but we really knew that already. Uh, we, yeah, we we knew this already. Right. We've been through this. We've been through this since the finals, but he peaking at the right time for real. The Mar- I'm gonna call this March Madness. Cause man, it's literally March Madness how you've been playing. Cause he goes crazy like it's, March. <laughs> like, and it's it's always good because he's doing it right in, he's amping up right into the playoffs, which I like. So He's been averaging what thirty three point two points per game in a month of March, I think, somewhere around there. Um, Man, it I, just doesn't make a lick of sense. Like I would be real with you. Like when I say only certain players have game breaking ability, uh-huh. he's literally one of the players to have game breaking ability. Hey, From, and I'll tell you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, go ahead. I was going to say, so it's like, you know, ideally everybody stays healthy when we get to the offs, right? So it's like in the past we had to worry about Devin not having legs at the end of the day. And it's like that's not because of lack of training. It's because he was already carrying, right? Now we got KD and now we have a bench. So now we have opportunities for Book to not take a step back, but – now he has a bit of reinforcements, bro. Like, he can go crazy without having to be pedal to the metal the whole game, every single game, and then them legs going out when, you know, at the end. He has a little bit of help. Well, he already had help, but now he has hell more help this year, and I love that. Yeah. Durantula, a.k.a. Slim Reaper, the guy. But, um, uh-huh. yeah, man, it's just like – it's just, man, 40-point games, thir- streak of 30-point games – on Getting the to the free throw line, he just 
he's just I don't know what it is. Like I think he just be seeing blood lately. Like I know we don't like listening to Brian Winhorse or Jay Williams as much because I really don't like listening to first take because they just be spewing whatever. No facts, but facts. Because I don't even like most sports media because they just don't understand what they be talking about sometimes. And I hate I I'm not gonna say I hate Cage Perkins. Cage Perkins, you stassy. But um, <laughs> but I think it's just he sees it's like seeing red. Like he don't even care. You got teams running boxing ones, <laughs> trying to trap. Yeah. It hey. didn't matter this month. Like he did not care. Hey, if we if we got if we gonna put one knock on this man, other than you know talking to the refs, because that because we I think that, man, come on, bro. Because my thing is like aside from the refs, right? Because he has every right to be upset, but like I think at this point, like you're a superstar, not getting superstar calls. Like you just gonna have to live with it. So if there is one other knock to give him, man, I don't know when his free throw shooting became erratic, dog. Like was it like a year either. ago, a year and a half? Like like he used to hey, be like 89, 90, 91. Now it's like what the I'm fuck? Not, I'm not gonna lie, him and Katie, him and Katie Miss those I was like, what the hell going on with y'all? But like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what's going on? Book, new book virus, man. But oh. I'm a, I'm a, I think he's gonna fix it too because he know what he about to. We he know what he about to do because given the um how the standards are in the Western Conference, most likely we face the Clippers the first round. I do not fear them at all. I'm gonna be real with you. Um, great team though, but Paul George gonna be hurt coming back into that series, which is gonna be kind of scary. Yeah. For um, but yeah, man, like I don't know. Brian Woodhurst said it best too. Back to what I was saying. Brian Woodhurst said Devin Booker's been playing like a top five NBA player post All Star. Do we I agree? Mean, I mean, the, I mean, if yeah. I mean, even I if even if you were just box score watching, dog, there, there's a hard, yeah. it's a hard argument to make against that. If we're just saying post All Star, it's a hard argument to make against it. Yeah, it's a really hard, like like you said, even if you box score watching, the numbers don't lie. Like that's what I'm saying, don't lie. But but you gotta think about it, bro. We talking about people who in today's NBA media and you know, social networks. They call D book a they, they call yeah they call Devin Booker a, f- a foul player. Like, <laughs> well, like they they and it's like it's it's always funny that those comments happen after a game where he gets ten free throws, eleven free throws, and it's like okay, which like, is rare he, by the way. Wait, I was about to say so it's like all right, cool. So like he got eleven free throws tonight, but it's like I want you to look at the last seven games before then where he was getting twenty nine and thirty points on four free throws. Yeah, like he don't he, he don't have a superstar whistle at all. At all. And we're also gonna dispel the myth that we don't drive to the basket and risk a shooting jump shooting team. I hate that. I hate that thing so much. I hate that narrative so much. We do drive to the basket, bro. We do. Yeah. It's we're not just a jump shooting team. I promise you we're not. But given that a majority of people don't really watch us like that and they just make assessments off one game on national television and they think they know what they're talking about, it is what it is. But um, yeah. Um, scorch. He's going to scorch or torque at torque can speak and just going nuts. Um, now let's go. Let's go to this this game last night. Um, what was that? Battle to Battle of the Ones. Eight, uh, Anthony Edwards. Shout out Anthony Edwards. I think he a real hooper. I think he a he top four SG. Hey, top come on, SG. man. Shout out top four SG. Top four SG in the league versus Devin Booker, the best SG in the league. 
not Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell. Shout out them though, he's really nice. But yeah. um, it was just it was amazing. It wasn't amazing hoop, but it was great defense. I would say that. Um, real murky game. Real murky game. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie's mm-hmm. first game back. Cave admitted that he played. He was like he was really excited for a game. He was kind of it was like anxiety a little bit. Kind of came in. He was rushing rusty, shots man. and whatever. He was rusty. But um, yeah. So let's get started on that. Um, you were talking about it was a defensive game, and it's like it was very. About, it was a like, very defensive game. Like we talk about numbers don't lie. Like when was the last time that the Suns or the Timberwolves? <laughs> Scored 110 or scored less than 110, like 207. Like, shout out whoever bet the under because you got paid. Ain't no way I would have, like, ain't no way I would have bet under 210, 215 on that total game for real. Just great defense. Um, overall, it was more in the second half that I saw like the defense kind of lock in. The first half was kind of nasty because first quarter, um, Dev was tuning from the account that Carly Towns was getting wide open. Um, Rotations was trash in the first quarter. Yeah, I'm not gonna they, lie. Yeah, they fucking yeah, they was leaving cat open. Like I feel like he was open every time. Like, even if he like someone was right there, they wouldn't put their hand up. Like they just let him shoot. They, like this is the one they let big bigs, pearl bigs. Like, Man, like, be for real, bro. Like step up. But the the Phoenix Suns are notorious. Like this is thing. Like we're not gonna leave a horrible three point shooter open. It is every single time the best damn shooter on the floor. It's like the Warriors time. game. We let Clay yeah. Thompson open. That boy just well, scores surf on us. Yeah. And, and it's, like, every, it's every time. It's yeah, every time. So, consistent. first quarter was looking nasty. Um, Carly Towns just left open. But it was just mm. – and I was just kind of like, all right, let's see how it goes. D-Book, first quarter, let's get straight to it. Chris Paul had a good game as well. Um, Chris Paul kind of was playing really well. What I was happy about from Chris Paul um, just throughout the game itself mm-hmm. was that he was sitting on defense. Oh, yeah. Chris Paul was – he he had a game today. He was, he, he was aggressive. Like you say, he's sitting on defense. I don't know what got into him, but – We're going to talk about one specific play that I did not like. Uh, <laughs> but, we know what play it is. We know what play it is. That game but, break. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. But um, I like the fact that Chris Paul didn't like a punk on defense. Um, he was really sitting. He was he was like at the hit with it, so he wasn't letting him move. Um, Devin Booker too was also playing great defense. And as much as people hate it, Da played some of the best defense I think this fucking season. Yep. I agree, and the stats didn't show it because he had like ten points, three bounds, like three blocks. He had, like, he had, he, he had four fouls, and it was like yeah. it was some stupid fouls too because he was set on the screen, and the ref was like he was moving. Oh, like, whatever. But but yeah, DA talk- played some excellent defense. Yeah, he he affected the game more than the box score. Like you know, what I'm saying if you actually watch the game and like and not look at the stats, like he was out there. You know, people different. didn't do that. You know, yeah. people was like, oh, he played like such trash. Oh, but impact. but. But that's what we've been missing. Like when we talk, when like people thought, "Oh yeah, Jock and Busy can take over for Da," and you see what happened when Da came in the game, they was not getting nothing like that in the paint. The only reason why they would get something like that in the paint is because one, Da will have to either overhelp or like he's boxing out somebody, and nobody else is crashing the boards with him. So that's the reason why kind of the rebound has always been an issue, because like we don't have nobody wanting to crash the boards. 
it's it's yeah. not as bad like it was anymore, but it's still like kind of an issue sometimes because mm-hmm. really rebounds is effort. Yeah. Um, and the man of the hour that we've all been waiting for to make his home debut, KD. Um, man, played boy. like absolute hot ass. Yeah, he was <laughs> mad rusty. He was mad, mad rusty. rusty. Um, five from eighteen from the field, shot for twenty eight percent, I think. Um, yeah. but on a bright side, I mean, it's glad you know it, it's good to know that we can still win a game when KD's playing like that, which is rare at the first part, you know. Yeah, um, so I was I was happy for it for some fact that um. Like it's just his presence alone is going to attract uh like defenders and stuff like that. Um, he definitely played piss poor. Like even he he admitted it in his post game press conference. But the fact that he was able to like to you know still play the game, like even if like if shots weren't going down like that, he still kept he still kept playing. And that's kind of what it is. That's the mentality I kind of want the team to have. Like, don't let. Like I said, do not let refs or do not like a couple shots deter you from keep just being aggressive. I think that's always that's the that's the difference between greats and like the average player. Yeah. You yeah, need to continuously be like it don't matter. Like I didn't I, I didn't even hate the fact that Katie kept shooting. I didn't. I was oh, like, yeah, bro, just keep shooting. Right? Yeah, I just kept like keep going. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I was like, some gonna some gonna fall. Like he had two back to back threes in the fourth quarter. So I was like, and on, and on that's, t- that's the sign of greatness. Yeah, well, and it's like on top of that, it's like the fact that with KD, I feel like a lot, well, maybe not a lot of players, but I feel like some players can get into a habit where if something's not falling, they're going to start to force it and force it until it does. But KD is, you know, he just stays true to the game. So it's like he has opportunities where he absolutely can force it because he's K fucking D. But like, at the same time, like he's trying to get to his spots, but he is also kind of cognizant of the of the situation and and this and making the right play instead of his own play. Um, and so I think you know his first game back, it was a definitely a rough watch, but you know I think it was a mix of nerves. I think it was a mix of you know getting back into you know that conditioning aspect of it. Uh, but we all know who he is. We ain't worried yeah. about it. We ain't worried about it. The best thing that he ever said in his life was, "You know who I am? I'm Kevin Durant." Yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. So yeah, he, um, he went. Yeah, five for eighteen. But he, <laughs> that means I'm worried about the next team because that means he might go thirteen and for seventeen. Bad and we still won the game. We played. We played bad. He played bad. We yeah, played we, bad in general. I, I was about to say we played bad basketball and still a horrible basketball and still yeah. So. Off. It's just like I said, our scoring is always going. Our scoring is going to be there, so I'm not really worried about that. Um, but yeah, man, um, I still got a, that halftime show. So listen, Kendrick Perkins. I didn't watch the halftime show. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did. I did. Kendrick Perkins is a sassy, grown man. Um, he was like, "Is this your favorite in the West?" I'm like, "Dude, what are you talking about right now?" And he was like, is this DA not even guard Carthage Towns? DA was going to Rudy Gobert. Right, because Carthage Towns playing power forward. <laughs> you watch the game. <laughs> he played power forward, and he don't like getting in the post. As you can see, that boy is not like that there. But, um, yeah, I was like, what are, you, what are we doing? Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You know what it is. 
Because Carrie Towns, that second half, got trapped. And as soon as you put a body on, that boy got scared. So, yeah. And then <laughs> to add to this, Rudy Gobert. Rudy the French baguette. Gobert. Man. I know this man didn't say that the NBA wants the Suns, the uh, Kings, the and who else to win? The Warriors. Um, he, he got one of those three correct. The other two ain't ain't sniffed the offs in almost two decades. But like, what are you talking about? And the Suns, the Suns, <laughs> this league, listening. this league. I'm like, man, shut up, you lost. Just take the L. But like, the fact that Rudy Gobert said anything of that nature is kind of funny because what did he do on the court last night? Hey, man. Y'all remember he, what he did on the court last night? Which he wasn't there, right? He was absent, right? I, I, was, I remember that. But because, uh. <laughs> like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, the only people who did anything was Carly Towns. And Carly Towns played, like, trash the second half. And Anthony Edwards, shout out Anthony Edwards again. For, like, what, like four points in the second half, five? Bro, he played horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, it's, like, one of those things where, like, I feel bad because the only player that I know for a fact is going to get right on that team is Anthony Edwards because this is his team now. But, yeah, man, like, Rudy Gobert talking about, oh, the Warriors, Kings, and Kings and Suns, the NBA wanted to win. Like, nah, brother. Like, to be honest, if they they didn't want the Suns to win, they wouldn't let us get KD. (laughs) So, like, if you're being real, like, but, yeah, man, I was like, it's kind of nasty. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'm pretty happy that KD's back. Um, we're four zero with him. Our defense is actually really good. I hate when people talk about it. And let's and let's say this too, death. I'm getting tired of people talking about death on that team. Don't talk about death on that team. Our death is pretty good. We are fine. We are good. We are solid. Okay, man. Wait. This is a this is certainly a, yeah. a deeper yeah. Suns team than uh, was going against the Bucks. The fuck. Look, we look, we talk about it, and I hate saying this because it's gonna sound like that, like that Hooper mentality bullshit of like, okay, like you just saying shit to say it, but like at the end of the day, the game is about getting a bucket. And if we have eight guys on our team that can play semi-decent defense, but they can put it on the board. I mean, look, at the end of the day, that's typically all that matters. And we finally have a team constructed of players that, you know, they might not get consistently that 15 to 20 points per game output off the bench. Like, no one's expecting that. But, again, we talk about just the sheer threat of that. Just the sheer threat of them being able to do that, that's enough to to change your game plan. And that's where we would have to adjust. Uh Yeah, so the teams have to adjust for us. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like, I don't understand, like, the whole conversation. Our depth isn't that good. I was like, bro, listen, NBA Twitter analysts, most of you don't even watch us. Please just stop talking like you know what you're talking about. Stop it. Because um, I don't really got time to argue with y'all. Because y'all guys not really saying nothing that's, like, intelligent. Y'all don't watch us like that. Y'all probably not even fans of the NBA like that. Y'all probably fans of the players when they ask your teams. If you're going to keep it a buck. Hey, um, they, can, they, they be catching the games on NBA TV and ESPN and then assessing that on the season. Yeah, because, you know. They don't know what they're talking about. But my biggest um, thing is, isn't the quote uh the quote is what prep eight play seven or what what is it? Something, something about, like that. Like, it's, it's something about your rotation about like getting eight players ready and you're only gonna play seven. So it's like 
Y'all talking about depth as if we're going to be playing 11 players on a night-to-night basis when the offs come around. And we all know that's not the – it's just not the case, bro. Hey, yeah, they was making – they was talking about that too much. Because like, when, when it comes to crunch time games, a.k.a. playoff game, our rotation gets tight. Every rotation gets tighter. So, I don't know what is – I don't know what it is with that. But – There are players – I about to say there. I about to say there are players getting like ten minutes a game right now, that are going to be getting splinters in the offs, and that's just how yeah. it goes. That's <laughs> exactly. just how it goes. Yeah. And we're before we end this podcast soon. Uh, I'm just gonna say this now. We're gonna do a couple of shouts. I got a couple of shouts to I gotta do because I love y'all guys. Y'all y'all been watching us. Y'all been supporting us, and I love y'all. So we're gonna finish up this analysis. What we've seen around the league. And we're gonna give you a couple of shout outs. All right. For sure. So but. um NBA, the NBA now. Um, we're going back, we're gonna just go on to like what we've seen around the NBA. Shout out to the Kings. Um, yeah. I like, like that team. Beans. Like the bean. Love y'all boys over there, man. Shout out De'Aaron Fox, man. Listen, him and D Book, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like you want to talk about about man, you took you took the words right out my damn mouth. I was about hey. to say you talk about getting it out the mud, bro. Come on, bro. From the hey, mud, and they BBN, they BBN. Them Kentucky boys right there. Hey, them boys oh, got out the mud, boy. Hey, I had to respect that. Hey, and what's Ke- funny? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, I was gonna say shout out Kevin Herter, shout out Keegan Murray, shout out Darren Fox, Malik Monk. I don't like the money Sabonis because he's a pussy. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> everybody else on that team, man, shout out Kings fans. I'm, I'm, I know y'all guys are happy. I appreciate y'all, and I hate the fact y'all people talking about like you're gonna be an easy out. Who gonna stop y'all offense? Because I know for a fact, only teams that we can get with y'all is the Suns, probably Memphis, the Warriors, and the Warriors and the Nuggets. Oh, see, see, and it's like for me, it's like I think the Nuggets could maybe beat the Kings for the sheer fact that this is their first time getting back in a minute. But I don't, I don't even trust you, man. But it's like, I don't even trust the Nuggets to do that. <laughs> I don't I'm even trust them to you, do that. Are the, Nuggets, are the Nuggets getting out the first round? I Man, I don't want to get players. It might be scary. I'm not going to lie because, hey, the Nuggets defense is really mid. That's, that's it. That's, that's, and that's why I don't trust them. You're going to give up 120 points a night in the offs? Ain't no way. But see, the Kings are also, they have no defense, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> but that offense is so crazy. Nasty. And the and the Aaron Fox what is second in four quarter points. So on the so on the like, Nugget series, who you taking? They both play no defense. They both um, listen, offense. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna take the underdog because I because I know for a fact the 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 Nuggets don't really got that many people who can put the ball on the floor like that. And you're not trusting APJ over that Kevin Herter or Malik Monk. Hmm. You're trusting Eric Gordon to get twenty average to get twenty plus. Against the against the Kings, hey man, and on to hey, I can't I can't make a decision because I'm biased. I, I can't stand the Nuggets, not because the players, but they fans piss me off. So like, I just I'm, want the, King, I'm going, I just want the Kings I'm going to win. for the Kings. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want yeah. I would I would want the Kings to this win. Is, in that this scenario. is this is full blown bias, but I think yeah. the Nuggets might beat them. <laughs> but but then I think the Nuggets might beat them for because uh, of playoff and experience. But man, if the Kings go into the playoffs, who are they playing the first round? They play. They're probably be matching up with the Warriors in the first round if the if the Western Conference takes like takes the way it does. Ooh, boy, listen. I know like Warriors got championship pedigree. I know like we always gonna like shout out Steph Curry, fuck Clay Thompson. Um, but um, 
four rings, four four rings, four rings. But uh, the four fingers is so corny when he do that. But listen, I know the Warriors are a great team, they're a great defensive team. But boy, it's going. Whoo! I don't know, man. If Andrew is not there, man. Let me find out. He's been load management, bro. I'm just playing. Nah, he, nah he's not. Nah. He's not with the team. I'm about to say, nah, I'm about to say on a real note, whatever's going on with them, I hope he's able to get right. Because yeah, man, like, like, real. like, like we make light of it, but like, I actually don't know what's going on. So for real, I hope he's good. But man, yeah, if he, if, and it's if like he is not there. It's scary hours, unfortunately. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like I want to say I don't trust the Warriors, but I said that last year and they won it all, bro. And, and, and bro, I, no, I'm not going like, it, well, bro. well, Dev, you you have your your spouts and wars with them boys hey. over there, so. <laughs> Man, look, 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 we sense it right now. Because I, I was, man, look, Warriors fan. <laughs> I need to say so crazy. Hey, hey, Dad, Dad was on a war, oh, a war path with them boys, man. I promise. Yeah, no, right, hey, but, hey, but it's you, like, I don't want to cut them out, bro. It's just like, I don't know. I just nah, don't, I'm not like, going to cut They got Steph Curry. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but, Mark. Um, yeah, like, yeah, but they do got Steph. I mean, you got Steph. You got yeah. No, yeah, man, you guys I, to... I, I had to I had to eat my crow about the Warriors the same way I had to do about LeBron because I used to not be able to stand him. I wanted him so badly to go to the Knicks to play with Amari, and so I hated him from then. But nah, I, I was regularly like, nah, LeBron's not it. LeBron's not it. And it's like I had to come to terms with it. Like, nah, it is what it is. Like, nah, he he, he is him. So with the Warriors, I'm like, nah, man, like they, it's over, it's over. Like they passed their prime. Nah, they fucked around and won last year. Like, come on, bro. I hate it. Oh, I, I, I I I have to fear them. Because we have no other choice. It's like it's like I want I want them to be in the dirt. So hey, wait, bad, whoa, 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 like, whoa, 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 whoa! You talking about fear? Okay, yeah, yeah, hold up. yeah, hold up. Hey, watch your mouth. Hold up, that boy. Fully healthy. Boy. I, I we gonna say, anybody over here, boy? What you talking I, about? I about to say. Let me let me clear some shit up. I don't fear no nigga. Oh God! <laughs> <You feel laughs> <me? laughs> let, let, let me clear something up. I don't fear nobody, but I respect the hell out of them for real. Come on, I respect them too. The, uh, the, the, their fans is ass though. Oh, I have vertical spaces. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, bro. But uh, nah, bro. I don't fear any team. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm gonna be real with you, boy. We finna. We listen. The Memphis Grizzlies are a great team. I like John Morant. I love John Morant. Shout out John Morant. Um, but us versus them. That that series is in like five. <laughs> about the, about the Grizzlies. Yeah. I'll give them six to be honest. I, I respect them a little bit. I'll I'll, I'll res- I I don't because I fucking hate Dylan Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> they out, hey, they out in five specifically because Dylan Brooks. You want Dylan Brooks taking <laughs> shots in the clutch, my boy? I hope so. No, but I mean, they might not have. I mean, they got jobs. I, I hope Jackson. so. I hope so. Nah, but Jared Jackson definitely going into the defensive player of the year. I uh, I hate the fact that people say, "Oh, they're trying to add stats to him." I was like, "Damn, they was really trying to make a conspiracy theory about that." But nah. Jared Jackson Jr. deserves the defensive player of the year. Been freaking excellent. Only thing about him is his foul trouble issues. Hopefully, that doesn't arise in the playoffs because I actually like that team a lot and I want Ja to go far. But I definitely want them to rematch the Warriors too because that shit going to be crazy. Boy, well, what? Ja could agree on some grades if you win that series, man. <laughs> yeah, but even even speaking of the Warriors, I don't know, we just talked about them, but uh, I need that Warriors Lakers playing too. I need that. 
I need you that. Like, you like anarchy at this moment, boy. Yeah, I need that word. Like, nah, that, man, because I don't yeah. want my timeline to be disgusting, bro. I don't. <laughs> it's gonna oh, be nasty. It, it's gonna be nasty regardless of the result. Nasty. Yeah, my god, <laughs> it's gonna be so nasty, bro. Them two fan bases going at each other. Jesus Christ, my field gonna be polluted. All all out warfare. I need that. Gonna look like an Xbox. Like violence. It's gonna sound like violence. violence. I do want violence. I'm not gonna lie. I do want violence. Uh, I understand, bro. I understand. Um, it's sound like an Xbox Live lobby for real. <laughs> Except without the like, explicit things that was be used in that time period. But but yeah. um I think ooh, um the Clippers I'll be real with you about the Clippers, man. I'm about to say I don't know um, how to feel about them. They're a great team on paper, always. Yeah, they get hurt too much. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's yeah. like, I, I, like I feel like our fan base is divided on that. Whereas like yeah, the Clippers they're easy out. You know what I'm saying? They're not good. Oh like, no, I, I, I ain't I ever calling them easy out. Mm, I'm not calling them easy out at all. Yeah. I don't want to play them in a series, so it's like I don't know. I just feel like I'm I better. I ain't gonna lie. I've gotten better. It doesn't. Marcus Morris and they starting. I mean, they playing Mark Rocco and what Rocco do? Hit like nine threes, drop twenty seven off the just bench. Randomly, like, just randomly like, doing that, bro. Like they made that adjustment and rust hooped. Like I don't know that. I'm not gonna say they're scary, but I mean it's gonna be a tough series. It's gonna be a battle. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Like like I said before, I don't fear any team. I respect them, but again. Given that Paul George is hurt, he's gonna come back during a playoff series. Yeah. And hopefully we haven't wrapped up by then. Like let's say he come at game four. Hopefully we're up three one. I'm gonna be real. One, it's gonna be real. Yeah, it's gonna be real tough though because Kawhi gonna. I'm gonna say this too. Kawhi's been getting past with his defense for a long time. Kawhi is not the defender he used to be. He's been living off his name for a while. I mean, it's a hundred. Keep it a buck. He's been living it's off like, his name. Yeah, and it's like, it's like no, to no fault of his own, right? Like, he got cooked, nah, unfortunately. Not. But, like, we call a spade a spade. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, not to say he's a bad defender now, but he's definitely not what he used to be, which, of course, he's getting older. He had injuries. But it's like people still treat him he like a elite defender. Like, he's locking up every single person he goes against these days. Like, no, it's not nah, happening. He like, def- a book he, he can't he def- get the game off easily. He definitely not getting. He not locking up KD because the last time KD and him played against, KD had fifty one. <laughs> when he played for the Raptors, I remember that game specifically. That fifty one point game was crazy because he was just going bucket for bucket. It doesn't matter what it was. But um, hopefully, like I said, I always want to help like a full blown healthy um, series. I don't want people to talk about injuries like somebody get hurt and be like, man. If it would have happened in such and such, like, I listen, brother, I don't want to hear that this year. I don't. But the one team I definitely want to face in the playoffs, though, if they make it, um, the Lakers. I knew you were going to say L.A. I knew you was. I, was, I thought I thought you might, too, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you, boy. Um, Lakers fans talk too greasy for my liking. Um, they talk greasy, you know? like. 24-7. They, they talk, oh, we be, like, they just be talking stupid. And I was like, yo, listen, I know y'all guys think AD the truth, but we seen what happened when D.A. got AD. AD yeah. don't move the same. LeBron gonna have to put up generational buckets, which he did, he does already, because it's LeBron. Yeah. But we seen what happened when <laughs> Devin Booker by himself. Listen, that Lakers game, they won. Shout out to them. Played great offensively. Austin Reeves is I don't know why we probably not series like that. He a great, he a good player. I'm not gonna hate on him, but um, we seen what happened when when Devin Booker 
like I said, game breaking ability. He cut the lead to one yeah. by himself. Imagine that with KD. <laughs> Man, look, they're not ready for that. So I definitely want to see them again because we said we played them April 7th. So hopefully by the time we're gonna be fully healthy and because the Lakers gonna need that game. Um I want to see the Lakers because if we beat the Lakers, I know a lot of people feel going to hiding. Yeah. And I, I, know which, so. I know I know one specific person I'm gonna attack too about that. <laughs> and he know he is. But he's my homie. Oh, I know you're talking but, about. <laughs> yeah. But, but um yeah, I want to see two the literally I just want to see the Nuggets and I just want to see the Lakers. Mavs, them boys is done. Um yeah, so, they're cooked. They're cooked. they are <laughs> I love them. <laughs> like but I did I definitely want to play them. I definitely want to play them. But I um we won't get the chance. They're cooked. They're over. They're there. I feel bad because Luca. Hey, that I don't. that Luca hey, magic no. ran out, boy. Yep. Nope, nope, nope. But had to hear. Had to spend a whole summer from people who've been quiet for years because we shit the bed in the game seven. And it's funny because like our players and our fan base, like we came to terms with it. Like, yeah, we shit the bed. And nah, was boy, that was talk. one of the worst games I ever seen in my fucking was, life, boy. I, that was horrendous, horrible. horrendous. Yeah, we 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 got we got we got enough uh, material to make jokes for years off that one game, and yet here we are, not even a year later, and these niggas about to be fishing. I love it. Love I to love see it. it. I hey, love you it. know what's so funny? Guess we just met. R. R. just messaged me. He said, "But I ran late." <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. I'm going to tell him he can join. We're going to get him on the next podcast. All right, B, if you listen to this podcast, brother, we're going to get you on the next one. I know for a fact, you know, life, life stuff happens, so you're good. Hey, he, um, hey, he, he thought you said Central Time. No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> I said, I said, I said <laughs> AST. But um, <laughs> um, all right, B, if you listen to this, we're going to get you on the next one. Well, because we appreciate your analysis. You're a good guy. We love you, too. So we're going to get you on the next one. So don't worry about that. Um, But... It's time for some shout-outs. We already shout you out, R.I.B. Shout-out Vincent Keys. Yeah, shout-out Vincent. Shout-out Vincent Keys. You're a positive influence in the Suns um, fan base. We love you. That's a vivid words. We love you, brother. You're doing really good. Um, Being a positive influence, I got to respect it. Uh, shout-out Patty Buckets. I was love about you to too, say. brother. I was about to say, shout out we the ball it. kids. Shout out the Suns ball kids, because y'all was taking heat over something that was not y'all fault in the end. Shout out the fucking ball kids. Y'all do y'all job like crazy, for real. Yeah. Y'all got a hard yeah. job. Niggas think y'all just watching the game. Y'all doing a lot more than just watching the game. That's we what I'll be doing. would have fired me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is somebody slip? Oh, my bad, bro. Cage hit a three. That's crazy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, yo. So, yeah, so, and we're going to shout out a little more, a little bit more people. Uh, shout out Dan Duarte again. We're going to get you one. We, we definitely going to have to get you one. Dan, if you hear this, we're going to get you one. We definitely have to shout out, out EAAZ7. Love you too, buddy. And one more person, or we can do two more people because we appreciate y'all guys. Anybody got anyone else to shout out? Because I got, I think I'm, I'm gonna look for two more people to shout out. Um, no, I ain't got really no shout out, not, not specifically in mine. 
Am I am I able to self plug real quick? Yeah, go ahead. After yeah, that, go ahead, brother. Hey, bro, if y'all ain't heard the music yet, you probably have. But if you have not, shout out me. <laughs> it's your boy Squid. That's <laughs> that's S K W I. Shout out me, your boy Squid. It's S K W I D. I make music to smoke too. If you ain't heard it yet, give it a chance. You ain't got to keep listening to it, but to give it a shot, that's all I ask for. And shout out if you're still listening to this point. We can't do this without y'all. Also, shout out Rod and Devin, because I know y'all were talking about shouting out other people. Shout out y'all for letting me on. I know it took a long time coming. I appreciate y'all uh, making it real yeah, easy. Yeah, next time you next, next time you're on the show, you got to beat your knee caps in, bro. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm going to lock my doors twice. That don't go, man. You see how big I am now? I'm running through the most. That, 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 that. <laughs> right there, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, we pulling up. We pulling up. Like I said, we doing this more consistently. I just appreciate you, that uh, y'all even gave me the opportunity at all. For of course, man. All we, up, we, all we, up. We, we the two. We going to be consistent with it because I know you guys are probably saying, why the fuck y'all guys not dropping shit regularly? Listen, listen. We figuring it out. Schedules. <laughs> Schedules. <laughs> we, we working on it. We got a lot of stuff we got planned. We want to like, get out. So, you know, we be working behind the scenes. Just because we ain't dropped something maybe a week or two, we got we working. We hey, we working for real. So hopefully, boy, we, hey, man, I'm not going to jinx it, but. Just wait. If, I'm saying just, just wait. wait. Just wait. But, hey, man, listen, we got hopefully this project that we got going on for our first YouTube video works out. But, man, if that if we, if we get the go-ahead, the green light for that one, y'all guys going to be in for a special one. I'm not, I'm, I'm praying. I'm putting it out in the future. I'm manifesting it. But hey, man, Dev, we we might have some. We won't probably have some soon. But I'm not gonna lie. Hey, we we gonna we, we gonna have to we gonna have to do a callback to this episode. Be like, hey, remember when we said stay tuned? Remember when we said, hey, we got something in the works? This is what the fuck we was talking about. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all <laughs> like they gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. So listen, don't quote us, but listen, man, we working for for us. So um, we appreciate you guys again. There's always love here. Of course, shout out everybody in the Suns fans that we rock with. Shout out to real, of course. And um, yeah, man, we're gonna catch you um y'all guys later. Just make sure y'all guys tune in, listen to us, and of course, we're gonna get back. Of course, we always gonna get back. For sure, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Suns and all. All right, but we out. That was. Excellent.